so blessed. Baruch Hashem, another day. We are able to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, please, that would be great. We're able to to be here, to grow, to change, to to want more, to do more, and that's what life is about. Life is about. Keep if you don't mind closing that. I'll just close that door. Please, thank you. That life, life is about change. And growth, Baruch Hashem, it's Elul. Elul is a time of, of extra introspection. A person who is introspecting and a person who is constantly uh, trying to uh, better himself and to understand himself, which is the way to better yourself. The only way for a person to better himself is to understand himself. The more we understand who we are, the more we understand uh, what our kochos are. Ah, oh, Shaya. Welcome back. The more a person understands himself, that we know that life as the Mesil Sharm says, Hamel Chama, Ha Chazaka, life is, uh, it's, it's war. Those who sleep, uh, not just physically sleeping, but uh, one of the reasons we blow the shofar is to wake us up, to wake us up, uh, to wake us up, and to understand, to wake up the part of us and the parts of us that are uh, maybe. Uh, dormant and the parts of us that are that are not connected to who we are you know the way it works a lot of times and this is why we, we learn purity of speech and we focus on not speaking about other people is that um, we're made up each and every one of us thank you very much each and every one of us I made a bracha before my coffee and my each and every one of us just like people, right? Just like uh, we are all, um, there are different people, like we've spoken about, that, that somebody could trigger, someone can trigger you. You might just pull in the door. That someone can trigger you. So when someone triggers you, um, every person has different people triggered. To this person, this, right? This thing makes me angry. To this person, right? Uh, this person has... Uh, this taiva, whatever it might be. Everybody, we just learned in the grow. We just spoke about this in the grow. Every person is born with different innate uh, traits and things that pull a person. This guy literally, you know, this thing will make him go crazy. This other person, he could sit there and be like, I don't know why that guy's going, getting so upset. Um, and, and it's like that within ourselves as well. The way it works is, is that when a person is not beshlemus with himself. When a person gets angry at himself, when a person's negative at himself, when a person has, and we have a subconscious talk, and it's one of the reasons why affirmations are so, so important, to begin to learn to think differently. Because your emotions come from your thinking. When a person thinks a certain way, he might not even know it, but subconsciously, when you feel a certain way, oh, hi when your, 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 uh, your emotions are a reflection of your thinking. So when a person can change the way he thinks, and a person can think differently, so then that'll affect the way he feels. You feel differently. And the, the different parts of us, right? If there's a, a part of me that is, that, that is very lazy, or if there's a part of me that, that I don't like, so, so you want to ask yourself, how do I relate to that part of me? What, how do I relate to the fact that I'm lazy? How do I relate to the fact that I, that I give in to certain things? How do I relate, right? We look at it like, oh, how do I relate to my mother? How do I relate to my father? How do I relate to my, my brother or my cousin or my roommate? Whatever it is. But ultimately what it is, is, is that 
it's, it ultimately is your internal relationship with yourself. That when you get frustrated at yourself, how do you deal with that? Do you deal with love? Do you deal with compassion? Do you give compassion and love? Or do you give uh, uh, judgment, negativity? What is your self-talk? That's why it's so important for a person to be tuned in to his self, his critical self. If you're a very critical person, if you're a person who's always beating, and a lot of times what happens is, a lot of times what happens is that a person can go ahead and he can think that my critical part, the fact that I'm so critical of myself, is actually a good thing, because it gets me to do things, right? It gets me to do things. But you want to wonder and you want to ask yourself, ultimately, ultimately, is that uh, really something that you want? You could get your child to do things by threatening him, by punishing him, by um, whatever it might be. But ultimately, is that the best way to build um, a relationship? I have to say, as I'm, as I'm here and I watch and I see um, a, a Yid, a holy Jew, walk in with his gun... Right? You have Josh, Josh Hyman who comes in, who comes in, right? And I, I've said this many times. If I were in the army on my day off, I'd be in bed. I can tell you that much. My day off, I would not be in the base medrash. Josh, you're in the base medrash on your day off, or whatever it is, you came to work on yourself. You're, the guy's in the army, probably not sleeping a lot, he's definitely not eating a lot. He's in the army, and then on his day off, where does he go? He goes to the base medrash. You know what that means? That means even when you're not in the base medrash, you're, you're in the base medrash. Because the second that you're off of duty, you come into the base medrash, to me, there's nothing more inspiring than that. God bless you. That's amazing. That is amazing. Okay. Um, question, comments, and then we'll learn a halacha. Please. Yes. Shalom. Right. Meaning, 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 when someone's lazy, right? If you, you, let's say, a person has a laziness to him, so how does he talk to himself about that? Like, oh, you're right. Oh, you're so lazy. Oh, you got to do that. Oh, right. And what happens is we're conditioned that we've been talking like that since we're five, six, seven years old. You've been playing that same thing in your head. Oh, 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 there you go again. There you go. A guy slips up. A guy sleeps late. A guy gives in to his desires. Oh, you, what do you say? What do you say to yourself? Do you say, do you give yourself a hug and say, wow, you know what? Maybe you're really hurting. Maybe something's really bothering you. Maybe you're really hurting. Or do you white knuckle it? Right? And you go ahead and you say, Ah, ah, you bad boy, you're a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, army style. Meaning not, not, nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying you wanna you wanna at least tap in to the messages you're giving to yourself. And the more a person can learn those messages that he's giving. I feel like you can be critical of yourself without being negative. Constructive. How would you talk to your wife? How would you talk to your son? How would you talk to your five-year-olds? Now you'll see, you'll, do, you'll see people who will yell at their children. What are you doing? What are you doing? Ah, I'm the father, you're the son. Bah, 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 bah. Right? So is that, is that what, how I talk to myself? Probably. If you see someone angry at someone talking a certain way, guaranteed that's how they talk to themselves. That's how they talk to themselves. Now again, like you're saying, it doesn't mean you can't say, you know, how can we together, how can I... You know, learn how to stop. Why do I keep on doing the things that I'm doing? You ever, you ever ask, anyone ever ask yourself that question? Why? I'm, I'm 19 years old, I'm 20 years old, I'm 18 years old, I'm 49 years old. Whatever age you are, scratch your head. Why do I keep on doing the same things over and over? Why? And I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. A guy who's, who smokes cigarettes, he asks him, why, do, why am I doing this? A guy who eats unhealthy, a guy who watches inappropriate things and he can't stop. Why? Why? I can't stop. I can't stop. You ever ask yourself, what's the story? You ever, have a, you ever sit down and say, maybe I'm the problem? Maybe the, if, maybe the way I'm thinking is the problem? Maybe the way I'm thinking about my life 
is the problem. The problem is not the drugs. The problem is not the alcohol. The problem is not the, you know, the whatever it is you're into. It's not the sleeping, too much sleeping. It's not the whatever you might say. It's not being a negative person. Maybe it's a little bit deeper than that. Maybe there's something really behind that. And if you fix that, and you learn to think differently, you learn to approach things differently, then you start seeing change. That's why the purity of speech in the Lashon Hara is so powerful. The Lashon Hara is so powerful is because when you look at someone, you judge someone, you, you put an X on them and you say, this is who they are. The same thing we do to ourselves. This is who I am. I know who I am. It's scary not to know who you are. It's scary to let go to say, whoa, maybe I really don't know myself. Does that answer your question, John? Okay, other question, comments as we begin uh, the halacha? Yes, Yoni. Do you have a comment to the point where you fully know yourself? Oh, Yoni asked a million dollar question. Do you ever come to a point where, you're fully know, where you fully know yourself? I would say uh, you could always know yourself better. My experience so far on this planet is that you could always know yourself better. You could always know yourself better. Other situations like help them, or of course, yeah. When you work on yourself, when you keep on, when you keep on, um, you know, uh, going into yourself, when you keep on, you know, discovering. Shalom, if you don't mind just pulling that door, but if you keep on discovering yourself, right, you keep on going. Sure. Why, Rabbi Meltzer at eighty, at eighty years old, said, "Okay, now I'm ready to learn." Uh, Gemara Bein. Here, Rabbis Meltzer was. Rabbis Meltzer was one of the. Uh, <laughs> Ian, learning Ian. I'm saying he, 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 he. I can't even begin to talk about who he was as far as Ian. Now he's saying, at 80 years old, I'm going to change. I'm going to grow at 80 years old. So, so that's what it is. And people who grow are growthful. We said this yesterday. If you're growing and you're changing, ultimately you're happy. People who are not growing and changing and people who are hiding and covering up are, are, are not happy. They're just not happy. It's not that they're just not happy. That lends itself to the non-happiness. They're afraid to be open, which is normal. It's hard to be open. They're afraid to, to uh, share. They're afraid to, to whatever it might be, and which is a normal thing. It's a, it's a hard thing for a person to do that. But when you keep, when you cover... Right? I think Mayer said this line. The guy says, oh, I got it covered. I got it all covered. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it covered. Exactly. I got it all covered. Right? Means that I, I'm not going to share. I'm not going to share with somebody else. The greatest thing that you can do is you could bring someone else into your life. Bring someone else into the picture and ask for help. I know it sounds, you know, we're afraid sometimes... To ask, to ask for help because it seemingly makes us feel or, or uh, think that we, are, that we are weak. But the irony is, those who ask, as uh, Maishi Kaufman says, I can't say it enough times, right? And he says, the, it's the strong, the stronger you are, the more you're able to ask for help. And not only that, even if you are weak, when you ask for help, you become stronger. You become stronger. Because people could give you insight into who you are. People could tell you, you know what? This is something that you've got to work on. You might not want to hear it. Who wants to hear it? So what? You're not the first person who wants to hear that maybe you're wrong. You're not the first person who it's difficult to hear something about you. But when a person, that's, that's the power of, of groups. That's the power of sharing. That's the power when people share. Is that, is that people love when people share of themselves. Because... Because it's something that we all get strength from and it validates. It makes it, oh, you also struggle? There's nothing here that anybody basically is struggling with that someone has not struggled with and someone can't relate to. Everyone, 90, 90%, 99%, you rarely are going to find a situation where someone's going to be like, wow, I never, you know, someone comes to me, oh, Rebbe, I have trouble getting up for chakras. Wow, that's a first. I never heard that. Oh, I struggle with uh, alcohol. I uh, never heard that one. Um, I struggle with, you know, sleeping a lot and negativity and being on my phone a lot. 
Uh, never heard that one. Oh, what are you talking about? That, that, that's, hello, welcome to planet Earth. Oh, I'm having trouble with my relationship with my wife. I want to get closer to her. I want to understand her. We're having trouble. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's a chinuch. Your children, God willing, when you'll have children. So what? Well, so what, what are you missing? Oh, I got, I got issues with my parents. I got issues with, you know, my whatever it might be. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, of course. Well, well, why is that so crazy? What's crazy is when we keep it inside and it sits inside and then you say, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me that I'm thinking like this, that I'm going through this. That is the problem. The problem's not the problem. It's, the, it's, my, it's how I look at my problem that's my problem. Not the problem is not the problem. It's how I perceive what my problem is. Okay, question, comments? Please. Yes, Harav. Um, going back a little to, to Shimon Gold's yesterday's question, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it throughout the day a lot. I, I understood the question is, why do I need to change myself when there's people around me acting crazy? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it's, it's a chesed Hashem that He's sending me people in order to find exactly. other places in me that I need exactly. to fix. Hashem, let exactly. me make a mistake. Hashem, send me this annoying person to be near me right now. And this gets also to, to Yoni Cohen's question. That could you get completely full? Don't worry. Hashem will send you, and when you're 70 in, in the old age home, Hashem will send you a roommate, a nudnik roommate, exactly. that will find another part in me that, that I can exactly. still work on and make exactly. myself complete. Amazing. Amazing. And Rabbi Ackerman sits and learns Torah all day, and he's been doing that for his, his, uh, the last many, many, many years, right? And, and, that's, and that's the hunger for someone who's learning Torah and in the base Medrash, because that's what we do. What we do in the base Medrash, what we do in Yeshiva, what we do as Jews, this is what we do. That's why we have the Torah. The Torah is there to help us understand ourselves better. The Torah is given to us to help us to, to be, that's why a Gadol Batorah, that's why someone, our great leaders were always great when it came to themselves and their wives and their relationships with people as well. Because it's one in the same. It's one in the same. It's one in the same. When a people go to college, when people go to work, right? No one's going to college to work on themselves. Nobody goes to work to work on themselves. That's not what we do. You go to work to make money. You go to college to get a degree to, to, to learn, uh, you know, things. When a person's in yeshiva, when a person's in, in, in an environment like this, your mission is, your mission is, Avada, of course, we're also here to learn Torah because you can't, if you don't learn Torah, you can't, you can't work on yourself as a Jew. There's nothing you can do. You can work on yourself only to a certain level. But when a person learns Torah and he works on himself, there's nothing more beautiful, there's nothing more beautiful than that. That's, what, that's tr- truly why we're put on this world. We are put, if, if everybody wants to know, so why am I here? Okay, specifically exactly why you're here, it could be you'll never really understand why you're here on this planet. But one thing we know in general we're here to work on ourselves. We're here that, I, that yesterday is, is, uh, you know, is gone. And today I want to be better than I was yesterday. Today I want to understand things more than I did yesterday. This year I want it to be stronger than last year. This year I want to be stronger than I was last year. This year I want to be more clear than I was last year. Right? Rosh Hashanah is coming up. What, what do I want? What do I want, Rosh Hashanah? I want this year to be a year where I learn more Torah, where I work on myself more, where I'm more true to myself, as Yoni was saying. I get to, are you getting to know yourself better? That's, that's, that's a million dollar question. Am I getting to know myself better? Do I understand myself now, today, better than I did last week? And what am I doing towards that? Or am I just the hamster, you know, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead. The wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead. Here, you know, I'm sorry to embarrass you, Rabbi Alexander, but you, you, you see a Yid 
who's, uh, I don't know how old he is, it doesn't matter how old he is, sitting in Beis Medrash, sitting, I don't know if you came for Masil Sharm, you came, whatever it is, to, 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 just to learn, right? That's an inspiration for me when you see people who, who, are, who are older than 18, 19 years old who want more, who want more in life. That's what I want to be like. I want to be like Rabbi Ackerman saying, thank you, Rabbi Alexander. I want to be. I want to be someone when I'm when I'm walking, you know, wobbling and having trouble walking. I want to be saying the same exact thing. I mean, you know what I mean. Not the same exact thing. I want to be saying the same thing of like uh, we got to change and we got to grow. Like you know, like shaking. You know, the, like that old whatever it is. I hope that's a healthy thing. But you know what I mean. Like that old man saying, you know, I want more. I want more till the last breath on the planet. Right? Why? Because when, when a person dies, right? There are many people who are alive, right? People say that. Oh, what do you mean? Rishayim b'chayim, nekruim mesim, right? That someone could be alive, but he's dead. Yeah, 100%. Because if you're just, if you're not growing, I don't mean to say it so strong, but it's true. If you're not growing and you're not changing, life, the essence of life means growth. Something that's alive, whether it's a plant, is a chai. There's a domain. There's a tzomeach. Tzomeach. A domain is a rock. It's an inanimate. It's a dead. It's dead as a rock. What does that mean? Once you're a tzomeach, then your tzmicha, a plant, is growing. Uh, uh, animals are growing. Every, every, the, the essence of life means that you're growing. When we say zachreinu lechayim, we're going to be saying very soon, God, make me Remember me for life. What does that mean? What does that mean? It means I want a year of growth. That's ultimately what it means. I want a year of chayim, of growth. I want a year that I'm changing. I want a year that I had a, a bad relationship with this person. Now I don't have a bad relationship with this person. Or, or I realize that I'll never have a good relationship with this person. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm learning to, to, to disconnect, whatever it might be. I don't know. Everyone's got to figure out what they got to figure out, like we said yesterday. Rabbi Tzvi, yes, go ahead. I, uh, when Rabbi was saying the plants, I think every growth, you can't grow without pain, without getting stretched out. And what I was saying L'chaim is one of the reasons why we say L'chaim when we, make, uh, when we drink is because even though it's bitter, it tastes, it feels good after. And in and, and life, there's always going to be problems. And I think what Rebbe was saying in the beginning, that as long as the person sitting across from you loves you and he's somewhat objective, even if he says things that hurts or doesn't feel comfortable, but, but what's his point? To hurt you? He's trying to help you. And if we could humble ourselves, and it comes from ego, ego. I, I, I shared this once that I had a guy staying in my house uh, for many years, and a very close student, and at one point he said, you know, you should spend more time with your wife. And at that moment, my first reaction was like, get the heck out of my house. You've been eating from, uh, from my hand. But then I was like, this guy loves me, so he's probably right. And as Rabbi started spending more time. And, and, and that's what it is. If there's no ego, and that's the power of groups and, and sitting together. I mean, I know yesterday, Rabbi knows I went to give a a speech in a different yeshiva, and I did not want to go. And the truth is that, the, the story is that my wife picked up the phone to that one yeshiva and said, Svi will be there at home. And because she she saw my insecurities and she knew what she has to push for. And if you let other people help you, um, you come to freedom of uh, honesty and truth. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I like what Rabbi Tzvi is saying is that if you let people help you, because sometimes we resist, we resist the help that's right in front of us. We resist it. And, and it makes sense that we resist it because it's, it's sometimes humbling to, to have someone guide you or if you were controlled, if someone controlled you, whatever the trauma you've been through, but you could get help for that as well. So you could get help by feeling, oh, I'm too dependent when people help me. I have to be so independent. So you could speak about that also. You could open up about that also. 
But that's a, yes, show them. Uh, a comment, just uh, wherever you're saying about how, oh, if you have a drinking problem, or you're not the first, and all that, that's it. that was my biggest takeaway from the big groups with Gedalia Warbaugh. The biggest takeaway for me was that we're all sitting here, and let's say there's like a, in the world, there's a thousand problems possible. And let's say every person has 500 of those a thousand. We're all going to have at least 200, 300 that are similar or exactly the same problem. So that's why I took away the group release. You always think you think you're alone, but groups really show me that you're not alone. Correct. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so, it's so, so true. And, and then what happens is then you get strength. What happens is then you get strength and then you give strength and then you're able to be free. That's really, ultimately, you're able to live the life that you want to live. When a person is speaking Lashon Hara, when a person is speaking about other people and his focus is on other people, other people, other people, other people, and that's all he's focusing on. So what he's doing is, is he's minimizing, he's minimizing himself. He's, right, someone so we were just talking this morning after the shir, after davening, we were talking about how, you know, it used to be before, before statuses and before those things. So what were you jealous of? You were jealous of your neighbor. You would look at your neighbor or you were jealous of something that you saw, right? There was only so much you could see around you. Now, when a person looks on his phone, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, uh, I don't look at statuses. I don't know what that means to look at statuses, right? But, but, but if I were someone who's living someone else's, meaning I have to go ahead and see what that guy, what that guy is, just ate for dinner, where that guy is traveling, and I was telling you, Rafila was mentioning this, for me to post something, I hear that. That I could hear. I could hear me going out to dinner, me going ahead and taking a picture, right? or whatever, a selfie, I don't know what you do, and then sending it, that I hear because I want to share with you my life. The question is on the person who's looking at the status. The fact that I'm putting my life on for the world to see, that I can hear. I want the whole world to see me. That's a different problem. But let's say I'm okay with me putting myself for the whole world. I want the whole world to see where I travel, what I eat, what I wear, what I do. But then you got to scratch your head and say, who's the guy who's looking at everyone else's status? That you want to question yourself and say, is my life so miserable? Is my life, is my status so miserable and so empty and I'm sorry if this calls out. I don't know the generation, if this is just like a normal thing. But I'm sorry to just say that you, I'm not sorry. The truth is I'm happy I'm saying the truth. But I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying if I'm sitting there looking at other people's statuses, right? If I'm looking at someone else. Here, Nassim. Come here, Nassim. in the mic is because Nassim Mormon has sat in this shear for five years. Nassim Mormon has sat in this yeshiva in upstairs in the shul. I remember the first night meeting you with Shai Broder and uh, mm-hmm. picking you guys up. I remember meeting Nassim for the first time year after year, week after week, day after day of work and we always spoke about this. Nussin's a big gym guy. He works out. I said this last night to his future in-laws, Bezrat Hashem. Nussin represents, I could say this with pride, and Nussin needs to be proud. Nussin represents what this yeshiva is about. Because this yeshiva is about learning two dafim. One is your own daf. 
One is the Daf Gemara, as Shlemi Tesher said, coined it. One is learning about yourself, and the other one's learning Torah. I'm going to say this. People don't like to hear this. Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah. You're not going to connect to the Torah unless you first understand yourself. And then it continues. Then you learn Torah, then you go back to connect to yourself. But you are here in this yeshiva to work on yourself, to get to know yourself. And then you also get to know a blot gemara, a literal blot gemara. Nasan Mormon has done that. Nasan Mormon came to this yeshiva maybe not knowing himself as well as he knows himself now, maybe not connecting to his learning as much as now. So don't think when you look at Nasser Mormon, good-looking, strong, confident, all that, that yeah, he was born that way and he didn't work. Looks can be deceiving. He worked and continues to work. And whenever you see someone like that, whenever you see someone, you're like, wow, that guy is real, that guy is honest, that guy works on himself, that means he's, doing, he's grinding inside. So, uh, so the Chatan, share, share something with, the, with all of us here. <laughs> First of all, thank you, Rabbi. Thank you for the beautiful words. Really appreciate it. Um, I also want to say thank you to all you guys, my second family. My family's back in Lakewood. Wasn't able to have them at the Simcha last night. But having you guys uh, means the world. So thank you so much. And Bezat Hashem will be together, uh, all of us, the Holy Shiva, Hashem will be able to come next week to the Vart, and we'll be able to uh, <coughs> join in the Simcha together. Um, I guess just... Yeah, about life, tell us about yeah. life. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a journey out here, it's been a journey out here, Baruch Hashem, I'm, I'm so blessed to, uh, to have Rebbe. Uh, and thank you, Rabbi, for teaching me and guiding me and, and showing me the truth and the truth in life. And um, Rabbi, the main thing Rabbi taught me was was to do what I got to do and to go by my strengths and not necessarily what everyone else is doing. You know, you might see everyone else learning Gemara, for example, but for you, that's not the right thing to do. For you, it could be learning Chumash or just reading a book or journaling or whatever it is, being in the base and growing. Growth is one word, but there's many different ways to get there. So, yeah, if we all were to take the same path, it, we, there'll be too much traffic. So we all got to take different paths. And, um, and we all have a goal to get to the top. And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely tripping. It's crazy that I'm engaged. So <laughs> it's crazy. I can't, I can't believe it. But dreams do come true. And uh, Rebbe told me uh, yesterday that it's, a, it's just gonna get a whole lot better. So I don't even know what that means, but I can't, I can't wait to see that. But basically, just don't give up and really just find uh, your path and, uh, and keep going at it. Don't look around at others. That's probably the biggest Yitzhahara uh, in, this, in this base measure, in every base measure, but like even for, let's say, the guys uh, stagging and whatever, they're still looking over their shoulders to see what that guy's learning, so. Um, yeah, thank you all. I love you guys so much. And Beautiful, beautiful. I think Menachem Goldberger is coming back soon also. Menachem, I think so. I think so. And uh, just to quote his line, I can't wait till he comes so I could say it with him live, uh, that, that uh, uh, the dogs chase their own tail. Dogs chase their tails. Right? So I remember I was talking to him once. I'm like, oh gosh, you know, 
sometimes you could do something and you're chasing your own tail. He's like, he's like, Rebbe, but at least they're chasing their own tail and they're not chasing someone else's tail. And I think that that's so powerful. That's why I love learning Hilchus Lashon Hara. That's why I love not talking Lashon Hara. That's why I love not talking about anybody else or looking at anybody else because uh, I don't want to chase anybody else. I want to chase myself. Um, and uh, that's really what it's all about. Yes, Ben. Uh, um, I think there's a line you said a couple years back that was very powerful. Yeah, a don't little louder. Compare, don't compare your behind-the-scenes to someone else's highlight reel. Don't compare your, don't compare behind your behind behind-the-scenes to someone else's highlight reel. Right, it's true. Right, it's true. Beautiful. Beautiful. So true. Yes, Shlomo. I, I like what you said, Ben. I really, I really like that. I, I heard it another way, which is don't compare, don't compare someone's outsides to your insides. Right. Same, similar thing. Correct. Similar. Right? Correct. Correct. Like, the point, the bot, the bottom line that we all know the truth of this is that is that it's not what things things are not what they appear to be. It's not. It's not what you know. You see someone, you think he has the perfect life and you see someone you think he doesn't have the perfect life you have no idea you have no idea what's going on you have no idea what goes on behind closed doors you have no idea the struggles that people have you have no idea you know what people have been through that's why you can never judge anybody never judge anybody it's so dangerous so dangerous to judge uh, someone because uh, 99% of the time, uh, or 100% of the time, you're wrong. Because it says, that don't judge someone until you know where he comes from, and you'll never know where he comes from. So you can never judge him. It's, it's impossible. And I want to say something, and this is how we started off. That really comes to yourself as well. A lot of times we're very judgmental on ourselves. A lot of times we are angry with ourselves. A lot of times we're very negatively critical on ourselves. And we don't work with ourselves. We don't love ourselves enough. We don't love ourselves enough. We don't give ourselves enough credit. So Hashem will help us. Let's learn the halacha. And we'll learn a little Mitzvah Susharim. Um, the halacha is... Um, Rechilus. Rechilus is when you pin two people against each other. Rechilus is when you say, oh, by the way, this guy said this negative thing about you. Lashon Hara is when you say straight out, this person is not smart, or this person is uh, self-centered. That's pure Lashon Hara. If I say, this guy said this thing about you, that's Rechilus. What you're doing is you're causing two people not to like them, not to like each other. So you're not allowed to believe Rechilos, even if it was said, by the way, page 314, we're almost finished. The Sefer and Hashem, I look forward to starting uh, fresh um, soon. Uh, the example is your friend asks you for an opinion. Who do you think I should use for a tutor? Mr. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so? Oh, by the way, uh, one of them said that you're a bit, you know, you're a bit strange. So even though that wasn't the point, you just happened to have been speaking about these two people, and by the way, you mentioned, oh yeah, that guy thought that you were a little, a little bit strange the way you were talking to him the other day. That can cause ill feelings between you and that person, the person you share that with. And even though it was incidentally, Right? It wasn't said specifically for that reason. It was said, incidentally, you're still not allowed to believe it. Okay, question, comments on that? And then we will uh, continue with Masil Susharim. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to hang around people who don't speak about other people. Let us be zocha to only uh, see the good in each other, to see the good in ourselves. And not to be makabel, not to believe any Lashon Hara, not to believe any Rechilas. And to be very careful, as we've said, there are no surprises of when you're hanging around someone, what you're going to get. 
If you're having a conversation with somebody, know that if you're going to get uh, negativity, if you're going to get, we spoke about this yesterday, and this is hard to hear sometimes, but if you know you're going to get negativity, if you know you're gonna get things that are, that are not helping you grow, be very, 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 very careful. Be very, very careful if the people you're hanging around with are not strengthening you, but they're weakening you. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Not that you judge the person, I'm not judging the guy. But if someone makes you feel a certain way, be very, very careful of hanging around that person. Okay. Um, we were talking about Simcha. We'll, do, we'll spend a little bit more time on Simcha. As the Ramchal says, Simcha is connected to loving Hashem. Loving Hashem is um, in recognizing, as he says, Koma Shezoche. Happiness and relationship with Hashem are synonymous. When someone is depressed, when someone is sad, it says, The snake, the Yetzirah, is very into sadness. And especially during Elul and Rosh Hashanah, what happens is the Yetzirah tricks a person and says, you're supposed to be sad because of your Averis. You're not supposed to be sad. There's one day where you're supposed to be sad as a Jew, and that's even a very, uh, a very, also a very subtle sadness. It's more of a bitterness that a person's supposed to have. But a Atzev, Atzvus, is Nachash, Afar Lachmo is that the sustenance of the Yetzirah comes from sadness. The, the, the sustenance of the Yetzirah comes from guilt, comes from shame, comes from feeling I'm not worthy. Not I'm not worthy in a healthy way, but oh my gosh, Hashem has despised me. Hashem has pushed me away. I've done so many Averas. As the Tzadikim say, the Yetzirah is not trying to make you do an Avera. That's not the goal of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah does not want you to do an Avera. That's not his goal. The goal of the Yetzirah is that you feel down about yourself, that you feel low, that you feel dirty, that you feel that you messed up, that you feel you can't become connected to Hashem, you can't grow, and that I messed everything up. That's the goal of the Yetzirah. The goal of the Yitzhahorah is, is that if you could go back in time and say, wow, I'm a pure, right? Would you ever let a little four-year-old kid, would you put on some nice, some nice, would you put on heavy rap music with cursing and all these things on a four-year-old pure little kid? Never. Would you show him certain things? Would you expose him to certain things? Never. Why not? Why wouldn't you? What's the big deal? Let them listen to some real heavy, heavy, crazy rap. Let them listen, let them watch, let them see some crazy things. Let them see people killing each other. Let them see uh, znus. Why, why wouldn't you expose them to that? Why? Why? Why not? Because he's pure. Because you don't want to taint him. Because you want to keep him, you want to keep him connected. You want to keep him, uh, uh, whatever it is. What? Innocent. Innocent. But me? What about me? What about now? What about you? Why? Because I'm guilty already. That's the talk of the Yetzirah. You're not guilty. You're innocent. You're also innocent. And when a person begins to realize that I'm also innocent, and I have innocence, and I want to learn how to become innocent again, and I want to learn to feel innocent, I want to learn to feel that, that freshness, that hope, that excitement, that, 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 that beauty, there's nothing more beauty than the smile of a little child. You know why? Because the smile of a little child is so natural. There's nothing more beautiful than a little child, right? Little children don't sleep. They hate going to sleep. Why? Because our natural, our natural uh, feeling is I want to do, I want to build, I want to accomplish, I want to climb. Until someone told you, stop climbing, Till someone told you, till they shut you down, said stop it, give them medication, let's drug them up, 
and let's calm down because I, as the parent or the teacher or the whoever it is, I can't handle it. Now, it doesn't mean that sometimes people don't need medication. It doesn't mean that sometimes kids have to learn you don't climb. I'm not, I'm not, let's, you know, there are, there are boundaries for everything. But when you, when you experience within yourself, when you experience a shutdown and you experience not to be free, then you begin to sleep, then you begin to escape because, because you're done, you're out. But the question is, how do I get that back? How do I, that's what tshuva, what does the word teshuva mean? To return. What do I return into? Why when someone goes to the mikvah, what does he do? They say when a person goes to the mikvah, he goes into the position of a fetus, like he's in the amniotic fluid, he's in the fluid of his mother, that's the water, you go naked, and then you come out fresh. Because teshuva is, I just wanna be me. People think teshuva is about, oh, feeling guilty, feeling bad, and now changing, I gotta change who I am. You don't have to change who you are to do teshuva. You have to be who you are. That's teshuva. That's what teshuva is about. Teshuva is about being who you are, not changing who you are. What it is is stripping off the, the klipas, so to speak. Stripping off all of the masks. That's why Yom Kippur is Kippurim. It's just like Purim. What do we do on Purim? We wear masks. We wear costumes. Yom Kippur is the same thing. I want to take off my costumes. I want to take off all of the things that are, that are preventing me from being me. And you know what you do? It's, it, it sounds so hard because we have a lot, a lot of challenges that keep us away from ourselves. But the truth is, you know, I always say this, you know, people say, be the best you. I'm like, don't worry about being the best you. Just try and be you, and then you'll be the best. Not the best, you don't have to be the best. You'll be, you'll be, right? The best you is like a, you know, it's like a, you don't have to be the best you, just be yourself. And then you'll be, you'll be amazing, all of us. Yes, Yehuda, we'll wrap up now with this. Right, right. Right. Right, exactly. Right, shame, what Yehuda is saying is that shame, shame as defined by some people, which makes sense, is that shame is, there is something wrong with me. Guilt is I did something wrong. There's something wrong with, uh, you know, was saying, um, we said this the other day in Sheer, right, that I, I did something wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying I did something wrong. It's the person who thinks there's something wrong with me that can't admit I did something wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Number two. Yes. Correct. 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 Exactly. Beautiful. And and to end off, it takes time and patience. It takes time and patience. When Nassim, the the reason I like bringing up Nassim Mormon is because it doesn't happen overnight. It happens. Takes four years. It takes five years. It takes right. Speak to Benjamin Berkowitz. Benjamin Berkowitz sitting here. Sitting here is not just sitting here. He's been, yeah, and it's all, it's funny, it's all the big, right? Effie, Effie Nettleton over there, Effie. Right? And I want to say, I want to say something, I want to say something. I love when I see guys who are, who are all like that. I love it, I love it, but, but when I know it's a guy who does it, who, who looks like that on the inside, it's even more beautiful. It's more beautiful, it's more beautiful. Because it's easier to work out. Easier to work out. The hardest thing in the world is to work in. And that's what we do in this yeshiva. Oh, yes, Benyami, go. Uh, I was actually reading this thing that says that it takes more muscles in your body to frown. Right, than to smile. Right. Right, beautiful, true. So we're so effective at the world. Right, all negative.
which is so true. It's so, so true. It's so true, right? Choose your heart. Choose your heart. It's hard. It's hard to live a life. It's, hard. it's harder to live a life of misery. You're miserable. You're miserable, miserable, miserable. This guy, ugh. This situation, ugh. This, this. It's hard to do that. So you might as well make it a little bit more difficult and wake up a little bit earlier, exercise a little bit, become more healthy, do your affirmations, whatever it might be. Hashem will help. Oh, yes, Shalom. Okay. Um, I guess I always was very nervous about this whole piece of... I know I used to be innocent, but I made my side. I, I came to right. myself. Right. And my father gave me a beautiful, right before I left the plane, he was like, it seems like you'll never be able to get innocent again because you tamed yourself. But really, all it is is really simple. By doing the right thing, learning Torah, it just it goes away. And next thing you know, you know, it's just never last year of skirt was getting shoes as when you start making yourself more sensitive, things really start affecting you. I remember like a personal thing. Like, I, I used to have a, a potty mouth and I really work on it. And now when I hear certain words, like, I, it hits me. It sounds like Say that louder. I want everyone to hear that. Do you hear what he said? Say it louder. I love that. Yeah, I used to, I used to curse a lot. And now I've worked that over the last couple of years. And now when I hear certain words, like, it really, like, I feel it hit my, my soul, my mind. Like, I'm like, whoa. Like, I look around, like, whoa, what just happened? And it's like crazy. I never thought that I would actually be sensitive like that. Amazing. Slowly, slowly. Amazing. 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 It's beautiful. So what Shalom's saying, it's amazing that, that your father told you that before you left. Right? Let us, let us be Zoha. As is Hashem. With Hashem's help. This is what Shuvah is about. Shuvah is about feeling innocent again. Feeling yourself and you can get there. You can get there. Everybody here can get back to the state of being like a child and being feeling free, feeling happy, feeling uh, excitement about life, dreaming and dreaming and dreaming of who you want to be. And don't let your past, don't let your past bring you down because yesterday is further than a thousand years from now. There's nothing you can do about yesterday. Done. It's over. It's over. There's nothing you can do about your past. There's n- and worrying about the future, the future is not yet here. The only thing you can do about your past and the only thing you can do to build your future is live today to the best of your ability. May Hashem help all of us. He's also to create an amazing first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day. Yitzhi, love you, Yitzhi. Thank you.